Craft Beer Radio, episode 148, on November 3rd, 2009. I'm gonna live in a land where there's free coffee And the beer flows out of the ground The women are nice and they don't think twice about kissing you and fooling around Welcome to Craft Beer Radio, better than silently contemplating your own mortality. I am Greg Weiss. And I'm Jeff Bear. And this week? Scottish ales. Scottish ales. Actually, right? Scotch ales. These are all the stronger versions of the Scottish ale. Uh, or also known as wee heavies. Yeah. The uh, There's technically a difference between a Scotch ale and a wee heavy, like if you look at the homebrew style guides. But a lot of brewers win or change the two, mm-hmm. so we're putting them together. We're not really differentiating the two. We'll tell you what the brewers call them. Let's start off with... Hmm... Dark Horse. Dark Horse. Sounds good. Dark Horse Brewing is in in Michigan. This is Scotty Karate Scotch Ale. It's 9.75% alcohol by volume. It's a good thing that we're going out to do a little star watching after this. It won a silver medal 2007 Great American Beer Festival. It's available as a fall and winter seasonal. The the label is part of their guest artist label series. It's number one, James... Mesta Maker from Austin, Texas, and it is a guy with a big Fu Manchu mustache, goatee thing, and a Viking hat. It's kind of a blue and yellowish label that's playing a banjo and drums and a guitar because he has many arms. It smells like uh, either strawberries dipped in chocolate or a caramel apple or something. There's a lot of great caramel flavor in there. My first aroma, though, wasn't the caramel. I got that more the second aroma, second sniff. First one was uh, warming alcohol, smokiness, like a peat, little, a slight peat smoked malt, uh, scotchy. You know, scotch ales typically, I've never made this connection, you know, aren't really named after scotch the drink. They're named after the region. They're brewed in Scotland. They're not hoppy beers. Lots of malt and lots of really caramelly, bready malt flavors. Mm-hmm. But when I took that whiff, it reminded me of, you know, a scotch, the smoky scotch type aroma. Well, they're, uh, they go through a really long boil, don't they, scotch ales? Uh, they can. They know in order to caramelize the wort. Yeah. That smells good. That's one of those ones I just want to breathe for a while. Yeah, it, it smells uh, very, um, very sweet uh, and with, with a good amount of, of caramel smell to back it up too like I said kind of a berry sweetness uh, either you know strawberries or, or cherries are you getting any smokiness out of that not much really okay maybe I just want to smell it but I, I'm, that's mostly what I'm smelling it, it doesn't come across as too sweet in the aroma to me I think it could come across I mean I've, they've been known to come across as sweeter Scottish ales Scotch ales mm-hmm. but this one smells on the dry side I'm, I'm really interested to taste it so here we go Pretty, pretty sweet and heavy in alcohol. It's it's got very strong and noticeable alcohol burning to it. Very very sweet. Almost um, kind of like a not quite fully baked chocolate chip cookie. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Tons tons of. I don't want to just use caramel because I'll be saying it all night and it doesn't, won't mean anything by the time the night's over if we just say caramel. So let's try to, I'm going to try to dig a little bit deeper here. 
there's a molasses flavor in there. Sweet molasses. Because mm-hmm. it has that kind of... Um, I don't want to describe that flavor. It's, it's a little ashy, I guess. I don't know if ashy is the right word. Ashy is a, a good word for it. It's a little ashy. It's um, tannic. You know, there's, a, there's a definitely a, a tartness, a bitterness to it. I would say the bitterness is, I guess tannic is the word, but it's more like more like tea than anything else. Yeah, yeah. Well, very, funny. very sweet. It's not cloying, you know. It's not like it's a sweet forward beer for me. Um, I don't. I wouldn't really say very sweet for this one. I think well, because I, after three or four sips, I'd be like, it's under attenuated. It, it didn't dry out enough when they, you know, fermented it. It's a multi beer. There's a lot of malt character to it. I'm not sure I would find this too sweet for the style. I don't know. It kind of tastes like they they took the beer and then they they swirled up a whole lot of sugar in it. I don't know if I would agree with you that it's not cloying. Okay. It's got a, a a really strong sweetness there, and the sweetness maybe it doesn't stick around on the tongue as long as some you know beers that I would consider really super cloying. But it also makes it not the most pleasant thing in the world to drink. Now that I'm tasting it and smelling it, the smoke kind of went away for me now. I can't even get in back in the aroma if I try. There's a little bit of um, sassafras or like root beer type flavor in this. I need some of that as well. Hmm. Maybe some cherry notes in the back. Mm-hmm. So I guess, if anything... Not smoky, but maybe a little woody. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like cherry bark or something, even. So it's got a slight amount of acidity to it with uh, kind of woody flavors. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to say. It could be like a... Definitely not bourbon right? But it could have a bit of an oaky type character to it. No, there's not... Definitely not bourbon, but... Yeah, yeah like a fresh oak? Some, yeah, some, some of that flavor, if you just smell like a wood plank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in terms of the color, we didn't even mention that. It's a got a tea like color. Dark tea with uh sort of an orangish uh highlights. Yeah, not much head on this one. High alcohol beers tend to not carry a great head with them. Had a good clarity to it, but it was dark so you don't really notice it all that much. That was Scotty Karate. <laughs> That was Scotty Karate from Dark Horse Brewing in Michigan. All right, let's. Uh, these first couple beers are Michigan beers. They're left over from the uh, Michigan shows that mm-hmm. we did, and they just. I was trying to go do a style show tonight because we got an email from a listener saying, "You know, the state shows are great, but I really like your style show." So I was going to see if I could put a couple of those together. Okay. And Scotch Ales is what came up. So the next one, let's do the Dragon Mead under the kilt. We heavy. Like Jeff said, Dragon Mead is from Michigan. Under the kilt is roasted barley and crystal malt, Goulding and Fuggles hops, original gravity of 1.08, and alcohol by volume of 7.8%. They call it a wee heavy, like we said, and that's about it. This one's darker. Mm -hmm. This one's more cola colored. More cola with red highlights, ruby highlights. Again, not really much of a head. 
looks a lot like cola. It doesn't really look like a porter or anything. It looks like cola. Mm-hmm. Without the effervescence, huge bubbles that are in cola. You got your Pepsi in my wee heavy. Not nearly as sweet from the aroma, right? I mean, not, it's, yeah, uh, you not... don't have that caramel. You don't have that molasses aroma. Oh, there's also an, I'm sorry, imported Scottish ale malt. Okay. The aroma on this one, it, it's, it's a little roasty. It, it's under aroma. I mean, it doesn't have as much aroma as the last one. Oh, yeah. Consider. You got to really dig in and find it after, especially after smelling the last one. Golding and Fuggle. So they're not really going for a, a very powerful hop presence no, here. No, so Scottish Ales are traditionally not hoppy beers. Mm-hmm. Um, goes back to the environment where Scott, hops don't grow natively in Scotland. So they had to all be imported. So because of taxes and things like that, they, they developed a beer that didn't require as much hops. And that's why the Scottish style ales. The the sixty you know the Scottish ales the sixty seventy shilling, and then like the Scotch ales the eighty nineties, uh, yeah don't aren't very hot. Mm-hmm. And plus, if you're going to wear a kilt all day, you probably want to be inebriated, so that's why these are high alcohol. Uh, you know, it gets cold up there if you don't get if you're not drunk. So Especially what I mean what I mean, when I mean up there, I don't mean up in Scotland. I mean up in your kilt. Mm-hmm. Mm. That is a more interesting flavor. I think it it, it helps that it's not as sweet. Uh, although, I still feel some of the sweetness of the last one, so it's kind of... My tongue is almost burned from, from, from the alcohol of the last one, too. The last one might have spoiled me, but this one has a really thin body compared to the last one. And it seems too thin, but it could just be because my calibration is off because of Scotty Karate. It, it does has... have a thinner body, and it feels a little bit more... Uh, almost syrupy. Than, than the last one, but the sweetness isn't as ba- isn't as strong and, and overbearing. There's a bit more of that tea-like bitterness. It almost comes to a a, a Bing cherry-like, a little acidic. You're saying, yeah, Bing yeah, cherry-like uh, acidity. I was wondering. I was I was being quiet to see if you'd go that way. I didn't try to influence you, but I think this beer is going off. I think it's starting to sour a little bit. The acidity. I thought I smelled it in the aroma. It was very subtle. A little acetobacter, a little acetic acid, and then the flavor. The acidity, you know, it just, it's not right for this beer. So it I, may be cutting the beer a bit and, and yeah. making it from a, that could be why the body's a fuller, yeah, too. A fuller beer, beer to something less just because the acidity will cut through that mouthfeel, um, which is unfortunate. But I think there's a decent, there's a decent enough beer under here. Uh, I'm not throwing it out right away. Yeah, I'm not going to throw it out, but the more, that sip was even more. Is the more you yeah the more you're drinking the more maybe I am gonna throw it out because the more <laughs> I'm drinking the more it's becoming kind of almost sour or I or I implanted that thought into your head and ruined it for you yeah she'll let you go a little bit longer mm. all right that's, well that's that's a shame uh, we haven't had much I, luck with Dragon I know I've been the one that we did in the pre-show last week was the best one there <laughs> you almost spilled water in your laptop again. The one we did in the pre-show last week was the best one, that red lager that they did, that Irish, yeah. that Irish lager, um, which was astounding for me because I don't like that style. I found very few beers in that style that I even like to, you know, could, can drink, and that was one of them. I really enjoyed that. Maybe that just means my palate's finally come around for Irish Irish style log, Irish reds, and uh, could be. need to try more of them. But uh, yeah, Dragon Mead. 
We want to like you. Why do you make it so hard? I think hard? there's a good beer there. Why do you make it so hard for us to like you? <laughs> All right, so... Big bottle. This big bottle is from Sly Fox. They're in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. And this one is a Scottish Wee Heavy with roasted barley and pale malts. And it's 19.5 original gravity, 20 IBUs, and 7.5 alcohol by volume. This big multi-wee heavy is a malt lover's dream, released every January as part of our Sly Fox celebration of the birthday of Scotland's favorite poet, Robert Burns. Okay, so the name of the beer is the Gang Aft Agley, A-G-L-E-Y. Translates to Oft Go Astray, as in Robert Burns' famous line about the best laid plans of mice and men. That's what I was going to say. The label must be on the internets. Mm. Bagpiper on the label. Can't see his face. His face is dark. Big multi beer again. Not as the I thought I smelled that smokiness in the Scotty Karate. I'm not getting that at all in this one. I get, yeah, no, no smokiness out of these beers whatsoever. I'm not getting any smoke. The uh I'm trying to figure how this one differs in aroma from Scotty Karate because where Scotty Karate I'm even more sure I had a molasses type of Roman flavor in there because it, it's straight missing from this one. Getting a lot of real strong, like strawberry, you know, strong strawberry syrup aroma. Hmm. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what I'm getting. I'm thinking like cinnamon bun, cinnamon rolls, something. Yeah, that's good. I can see like that glazed, you know, like the glazed on cinnamon roll or something like that. Without the kind of finishing vanilla that it has, so it's it's more it's stronger and without the. I, I need to figure this this aroma though this fl- you know what probably would be in the flavor here. I need to figure out what food has this really dark roasted malt, or not roast but dark caramel, somewhat molassesy malt flavor because it's 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 an aroma of you know. Scottish smoked malt, right? Or Scottish malt, you know? And uh, I'd love to be able to use a different word to describe it other than what it is, you know? Blue is blue. doesn't really work, right? So You could say, what is it, 400 nanometers? Yeah, because that's so intuitive. People can right. figure out what that means. Big full body on that one. Mm. And how do you think about, how's the sweetness level on this one for you? Pretty strong. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. The alcohol isn't, isn't as present. The burning is... Well, I mean, the alcohol's present, but the burning isn't as, as present. So maybe it's, it's better um, better integrated here, but uh, it, it's really pretty sweet. I'm not sure if I'm... Uh, I'm not sure if I'm a real fan of this style, i got to say. I think that the sweetness is just, to me, a bit overbearing. Okay. On pretty much everyone we tried, the only one that wasn't kind of overbearing had the strong acidity, and that kind mm-hmm. of ruined the beer. It didn't right. work. right. No, I like it. I don't think this. I think this one's less sweet than the Scotty Karate. Finishes pretty dry. Has a wonderful, uh, complex aftertaste, which is comes across as. Oh, I let me try it again to figure out what it was. 
All it tastes really is sweet and then kind of dirty. Like a dirt flavor, like peaty malts and mm-hmm. uh, and mossiness. Yeah. Um, and frankly, not an enjoyable flavor experience for me. Hmm. I think it's actually mostly to style. I think that it's mm-hmm. very close to the style, and I think that this is um, very much what I expect out of these Scottish Yells and we heavies. But I've never, I mean, I've tried to adjust my mouth to them, but I've never really been a big fan. It just it, it tastes too earthy. It tastes right like uh, you know, like I'm eating earthworms or something. I don't I don't know. It doesn't the uh, the flavor that I was looking the flavor that I was looking for earlier. The one that hit me in was just like really really luscious. I can't get it again. And now it's the more I drink it, the more chalky my tongue's getting. It's getting mm-hmm. and I'm not able to get back to that one really great flavor. It's still good overall. Just I was trying to find one tiny little nuance and now that nuance is replaced by a more chalky type feel and flavor. Hmm. I think this really is very close to what I expect. And this is very close to style. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm just I'm I'm not digging it. Right. And that's okay. You're it's not okay. gonna like every single beer you have or every style. All right, the uh, last beer of the night. Last beer of the night. The last beer of the night is our friends at Founders with Dirty Bastard. Dirty Bastard. 8.5%, 50 IBUs. Imported malts. Seven varieties of imported malts. This is more reddish in color. 8.5% alcohol by volume. 50 IBUs. Like a... Like a cherry soda. Without the caramel color, you know, like an old style cherry soda. Yeah, it's yeah. I suppose you're. It's in that ballpark. It, it's just more of a. It's lighter than most of the beers we had tonight. It has some good orange highlights to it. Almost red. Same sort of aroma with the. You can look at it as sort of a cinnamon, cinnamon bready aroma, or you can look at it as kind of a. Uh, sharp berry aroma. Yeah, it's, it's similar to the uh, the Sly Fox aroma for sure. Uh, I'm getting some kind of you were talking about cherry barker or something before. The one we were talking was that Scotty Karate had like kind of an oak flavor to mm-hmm. it. Not so much that, but more of some kind of bark shaving type aroma, or maybe like wet bark kind of stuff you pull off the forest floor. It's got a strong aroma. You don't have to search for it, that's for mm-hmm. sure. Big, big metallic zing from the CO2. I'm getting on this, you know, until I, I, I kind of swirled it up a little bit and just gave me a big blast of that. It has a lot more earthy notes and kind of a, a Dutch chocolate bit to it. It's a really high carbonation level. It kind of makes it... A little bit sour, right? It does make it a little bit more sour. Not sour like soured beer, but we mm-hmm. talked about in the last show how carbonation has a little bit of a sourness to it, yeah. and it's affecting the the uh, the back of the tongue. I think here, mm-hmm. 
So I'm going to give it a little swirl yeah, here because I like multi smooth, creamy Scottish ales, Scotch ales. So we're trying to release some of the carbonation here. Swirling it up like crazy is a really good way to release a lot of carbonation. There we go. Not as zingy. It doesn't have that that um, carbonic acid. You know, the flavor where it kind of just is dry and kind of lemony. Greg really doesn't like it now. What are your thoughts, Mr. Weiss? It's got, like I said, it's kind of got... Um a Dutch chocolate gra- ground through the mud kind of flavor to okay. it. Okay, uh, it, it tastes very. I mean, when I, when I say I, I've used muddy in other circumstances mm-hmm. to mean kind of like everything is kind texture, of combined. It's hard texture. to. Well, it's hard to figure okay. out what the flavors mm-hmm. are. The flavors aren't really distinct. But this one, it, it, it almost tastes like a dirty bastard. What you might expel expect mud to taste like. I don't think I ever actually had a spoonful of mud, but it kind of tastes very very much like dirt kind of smells and it's maybe a clayish dirt it's clayish dirt from like what I remember in Maryland there really isn't a lot of soil there it's always kind of clay and it's kind of ashy and the flavor is really there's there's a little bit of, of, of a kind of freeness to it but the flavors are really uh, they what they remind me of remind me a little bit of Victory's Alt when they tried that oh the uh, the 10 years old yeah and it's it's again it's just it's rubbing me really the wrong way. It really is a, a very that's a pretty good callback. I, I I don't disagree with what you're saying. They did a double stick alt. We only tried it that one time, I think. Victory's tenth anniversary. I remember this flavor from. Huge, I remember being huge hopes for it, and it was it was yeah it was similar to this. It was steely. There's mm-hmm. some steeliness in here too, flinty. Um, yeah, the, the the malt is more abrasive than engaging, right? It, it kind of like pushes you away. It's kind of hard to appreciate. Hard, but not impossible to appreciate, I'll say. I'm not hating it. It's not my favorite of the night. I'd like something a little more full-bodied and malty, but uh, Greg had enough. I guess it's ranking time, isn't it? I guess so. This is the Founders Dirty Bastard Scotch Ale. Uh, Jeff, on well, I guess you went first. I'll go first All right. this time. Now it, it's going to be a little hard because I didn't really like any of them. <laughs> but that's not the fault of of the brewers. It's more the fault of, of me just really not getting into the style. So I guess I'll go with Scotty Karate first. Uh, you know, it was the first one we tried. Mm-hmm. It was the one that kind of you know it, it led me back into the style a little bit. It was it was pretty cloying, but it wasn't as it didn't have the, these uh, really dirty notes, these really muddy notes. So it was more sweet than it was earthy. Mm-hmm. And that helped. I didn't necessarily enjoy it, but it was more enjoyable than the other ones. Right. It was it, it was the one I finished. Uh, next would be, I guess, the Gang Aft Alley. Um, Agley. Gang Aft Agley. It looks like Alley. It does. I thought it was Gang mm-hmm. Aft Alley until just a few minutes yeah. before we started the show. It just it, it kind of was the in between between that and the dirty bastard, which was really turning me off. The, okay. the it, just the peatiness grew stronger. <laughs> the peatiness grew stronger. The peatiness grew stronger between the Scotty Karate, the peatiness and the earthiness between Scotty Karate, Gang Aft Agley, and Dirty Bastard, and it kind of that's the scale. Uh, next would be the Dragon of the Hood, just because it was a spoiled beer, and uh, it just it probably better if it wasn't spoiled. But again, not a style I really like. So, 
uh, I wasn't. I was never really going to be a, a big competition for me. I think. Right. Uh, I'm gonna mimic your rankings. Um, I really liked the Scotty Karate. It had a full body. It tasted like a barley wine. Had that barley wine type flavor, with a little bit of Scottish character to it. it had some smokiness to it, some peatiness to it, and um, but it had that full body and that alcohol like a barley wine, and that that really rang a bell for me. I liked it. Um, Sly Fox number two. To be honest, I liked the first couple sips better than than later on in the drink. It had a really delicate flavor that turned chalky for some reason, and I'm not sure. We have a big bomber of it left. I'm going to try some more in the post show and see if I can really narrowed in more but it was a pretty good um pretty good scottish ale and they bottled it in january so this thing's been in my cellar for you know nearly a year now it held up really well i don't i didn't notice any defects from age it's a big strong beer i figured it would maybe even get better with age the uh the founders uh dirty bastard it was okay um i'm actually kind of disappointed i expected more out of it uh, we've had it before and i thought I liked it better than I did, um, but it didn't stand up to the, the two in front of it. Uh, it. The malt was harder to to like. It was it was more tricky. It was um, evasive, and it wouldn't let you get in there and and really hug it. And then yeah, Dragon Mead. We'll keep set, Dragon Mead. Send us more beers. And we'll we'll keep trying your beers till we find something like the Irish Red, which was good, but. You just have the curse of craft beer radio on you because it, it's it's off beer after off beer when you make it on the airwaves. Sorry. Sorry, Dragon Mead. We know yeah. you're good. Beer, we know you can do it. Dragon Mead's been in the fridge since the day I picked it up at the exchange. So it shouldn't change it all that mm-hmm. much. And the Gagaft Alley you know, stood for a year without getting bad. So maybe yeah. there's maybe some leakage or something in there. In their bottles? I mean, it's possible that Sly Fox is... Because Sly Fox is a little more money than Dragon Meat, I imagine. So they may have... I, I, wouldn't has a, I wouldn't wager you know, any kind of guesses on money or anything like that. Sly Fox isn't even available in our market anymore. Um, Dragon Meat might have some quality control problems on the bottling line or something. I don't, I don't know. All right, so that is our relatively short, under half an hour uh, Scottish Ale show. When we have uh, shows where Greg hates the style, he's not as blabbery about it. Show hate the style. I'm just teasing. Come on. All right. So uh, we'll be back next week with uh, another wonderful, super duper, amazing. Depends. We hold on for another twenty seconds while we're edit stuff out, so it'll be less. Yeah, than it's less than Thank you for listening to Craft Beer Radio. If you have questions or comments, you can email us at beer at craftbeerradio.com. Craft Beer Radio is released under the Creative Commons license. Visit craftbeerradio.com for more information. The opening and closing music is Last Hurrah, the band The Lights Out. You can listen to more of their music at their website, thelightsout.com. Some people get a longer fuse. Some people's shoulders are big enough for the abuse. They never say what you can't hear